Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's around the house. That's kind of the chunk of what we've been talking about today, but we've really been pivoting our company to become, you know, a building material solution company. Any mundane, unloved building products or design accessories that we've all just kind of done that same thing of like, it needs to be there. The light switch has to be there. Yep. We have to turn on the light. Uh, those are all things that we are challenging and are going to change the way that we see those things. So started with vents and now we're pivoting to a bunch of other things. And this is kind of what we call the Aria effect is that once you start to notice these things, it's like they've been in plain sight and we've ignored them this whole, our whole lives. And now we start questioning everything. Like, you know, we, we'll get calls from customers saying, yeah, I have this like alarm box in my foyer. Can we make something to cover that up? I'm like, yep. <laughs> When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to the Around the House show. This is where we help you get the most out of your home through information and education. Thanks for joining us today. We've got a fun show here ahead. I love design stuff, and this is something that's really cool for your house. We're talking with Roberta Mananito from Aria Vent. Roberta, thanks for coming on today. This is exciting. Thank you so much for having me. I'm uh, I'm stoked. It's not every day that you get to talk to people who get excited about air vents. So um, right? I'm happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Well, if, you know, people out there, of course, you, you've got audio here. So they're like, what are we talking about? If you walk over to somebody's house and go, oh, my gosh, look at that cool vent. Most likely that's Aria vent. Yeah, I mean, I don't think regular vents get the same reaction as ours, so I would, I would, bet, <laughs> I would bet yes. So, as CEO, how did this all come around? How did you create this? Yeah, so um, we started the company with my dad about seven years ago. Um, I take no credit for the product design; that's all entirely him. <laughs> <laughs> we, we used to say that he was the inventor and I was the everything else of the business. Nice. Um, it's that's changed a little bit. Now there's a whole team of everything else and a team that's a part <laughs> of the invention process as well. Um, but yeah, he, he came up with the idea. He's always been this kind of mad scientist inventor my whole life. He's just always had the wildest ideas. And I promise you, this is the only invention he's made that hasn't cost my family money. Um, so we're, <laughs> we're all very excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's the cool thing about inventors, right? If you look at the famous ones out there, they came up with thousands and thousands of things and like 99% of them just absolutely failed. Yeah. But there's that one that's the home run. Exactly. He says you only need one that hits. And so this is the one that hit. Everything else that's on the uh, editing floor, we just we just <laughs> ignore and carry on. 
Um, you know, that's all, that's all a good band says too, right? You know, I just need that one. And then it's, then we're good. Yeah. Same kind of thing. Exactly. That's awesome. So, so yeah, he kind of came up with this idea out of uh, a need that a customer had. So uh, my parents used to own a stone fabricating shop. So everything from countertops, fireplaces, okay. things like that. And um, a customer had this uh, request um, and my dad, you know, they were going to, it was going to cost a lot of money to do a laser cut stone vent. So my dad said, you know, let me come up with a better idea. Um, and so that's what he did. The first iteration of this product he showed to the customer. Um, the customer actually didn't move forward with it. He, he didn't like the look of it. And so my dad always <laughs> likes a challenge. He thought, okay, you might not like it, but I disagree. Um, and so during that kind of R&D period, he came up with probably 100 different iterations. Uh, it's actually funny. I'll get emails in my inbox throughout the night and I'll get like version one. I don't even bother opening it because <laughs> by like 7 a.m. the next morning, I have an email from 3.30, like version 25. I'm like, okay, delete all the previous ones. Um, and so, yeah, that is awesome. at, at one point he thought he made a humidifier. Um, he put water inside of the tray of the vent and he showed my family and he uh -huh. said, I think I made a humidifier. And we were all like, you are crazy. That is a horrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, interesting on paper, but yeah, that would have been a, that would have been a tough one. That would have been a tough one. Yeah, it was, it was awful. He put water in the tray and it evaporated overnight. The, the tray holds maybe two ounces of water. Exactly. What are you like humidifying <laughs> with that? Be better putting a coffee mug on the countertop, probably exactly. just letting go with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of the genesis of like the product development of our event. Nice. And you know, it's one of those things. And, and the first time I saw it years ago, I looked at it and I'm like, okay, what about airflow? And I know that's always probably the first one is people scratch their head and go airflow, but these flow really well when you look at it. Yeah, so that is the number one question we get. And, you know, rightfully so, by looking at it, it doesn't look like it would have the same airflow as a regular grill vent. Um, we've done all third-party testing. We've actually put all of these in, like, my own home and my family's home. And, like, we wouldn't do put out a product like this if it didn't do the one thing it's actually meant to do, which is move air. Um, and so the third-party testing is all available to see. Uh, we do recommend always consulting with an HVAC specialist before you install them in your home because different homes have – there's no like standardization of what CFM each room or each home right. needs to have. It's like very nuanced. Uh, but we provide all of the information there to make it um, – make a decision. And the one thing that we're really proud of is actually just last summer we sold our one millionth vent. Um, which is wild. Wow, congrats. Yeah, thank you. We never thought we would sell 1 million of anything that my dad invented. So again, very happy <laughs> to be here. And um, yeah, I mean, you know, part of that social proof is you don't really sell a million of something if it doesn't do its core function, which is to move airflow. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. You know, in my house, I started looking at it. Here's the thing. I looked at my hardwood vents at my house, right? And I started figuring out what the airflow was on those existing vents. There wasn't much there by the time you put big pieces of wood covering up the holes. I was shocked at how little my existing airflow was. These are actually going to move more air 
than what my existing vents are, where I would have thought maybe it was the opposite. Yeah. So that's a great point, actually. When you compare our product to other customized vents, like the one that you're explaining, the the custom floor vents that are stained to match, so on, um, none of those companies actually list their airflow reporting on their website. We are one of the few that actually do. And you're absolutely right. Those don't have as much as you think they would, but nobody really questions them because they still follow the traditional form of a grill vent. Um, and so right. we kind of take all the heat for that. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. I started doing, I geeked out. I'm like, okay, well, how am I going to figure this out? So I started figuring out all the little tiny slots that you could probably put three credit cards through. And I'm like, this doesn't flow in here at all. Yeah. But it's been in my house since 1977. Yeah. You know? And so that's the funny part. Yeah. And so you bring up another good point is that a lot of our HVAC systems, especially in um, tract housing or um, subdivision homes, you know, they're built for mass. They're not really the best built systems, the best design systems. 100%. And so inherently they're always going to, they're not going to be as efficient as they could be in, in a custom home, for instance, or if someone really spent some time putting money towards that. Um, and so you'll yeah. always have that room that's freezing cold and one that's like so hot. Um, there's like always that imbalance in homes anyway. Um, and so ultimately, if you want the best airflow, it really comes down to the design of the HVAC system, ensuring that it's optimized for airflow. And in a lot of cases, it's not so when doing renovations, consulting that HVAC specialist is important because um, it could make a difference or it cannot. Uh, the best way to use our product is always to involve it at the specking stage of a build. Um, it's it's a smart way to go. And for instance, I've got a brand new system. So I have a carrier system, uh, their Infinity. All I have to do is go back over and hit the reset on it. And it will actually, since it's variable speed, I'll put it through the self-test section and after I replace those vents, it's going to adjust my airflow based on the new vents. And so that's what's cool with these new systems. Oh, my God. Do you have a bionic system? That sounds insane. I do. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kind of excited to go, okay, I, I, it shows exactly what the pressure is on it, everything else. I'm just curious to see how much more air I get out of it because the one I have now, it's, it's ridiculous. So I, I'm excited to see how this goes because obviously I'm going to flow more air which means my system is going to be more efficient. You guys have different vents for the floor, and then you've even got them on the wall. But let's talk about the floor a little bit. You guys have them where you're building the floor, you're putting either a brand new tile or wood floor or anything else in. And then you've got your kind of original, which is the retrofit retrofit type, right? Yeah. Yeah. So all of our vents are made to be as simple as possible. So they're all modular design, which means that you have one vent that can be applied to absolutely any floor surface that you have. Um, cork, tile, uh, hardwood, vinyl. Uh, we even installed it with Lego for a trade show one time. It, it really doesn't matter. Anything will work. <laughs> That's you'll awesome. just Yeah. You'll just cut a piece of whatever the surface material is and drop it inside of the tray. That's kind of like a cookie sheet. Um, if you're a baker, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Um, and so that's the beauty of our vents is that you can actually standardize them across your home. So typically in a home, you might have three or four different surfaces, including all the bathroom tile and the hardwood. Maybe there's carpet upstairs. You can use the same vent across all surfaces. Um, so just like you would standardize the door handle or trim, now you can also do the same with vents. That is really the innovation of our event. There's no other air register on the market that has that same level of modularity as ours does. 
That is so easy because you don't have to sit there and go, okay, I got to order 22 different vent styles because, of course, you've got different sizes, but you don't have to worry about the different applications. Yeah, absolutely. And as installers, so flooring installers are some of our biggest customers. They will keep these in their trunks of their cars. And as they go onto sites, they make it the new standard. I'm going to install this here. They don't have to wait for the lead time of that stained custom stained floor vent where they have to go and do a return trip to the site. They can install them same day, close up the job, get paid and carry on to the next one. And the other thing that we do is in all of our products, we make a DIY version and a flush mount or a pro version. Um, it depends for the different level of uh, install that you have. So if you're just a, a weekend warrior and want to do something on the weekend, you have a leftover piece of flooring material, you can easily install our DIY model. If you're replacing your floors and you have an installer in there, then of course the pro model is a little bit sleeker. It doesn't have a rim or a frame that sits on the floor and it kind of gives you that extra elevated look. Yeah, that's so beautiful on that. And trust me, when I was uh, placing the order on mine, I was like, how much do I want to do for work? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I've got an existing hardwood floor. And I was like, do I want to tear that far into it? It's tempting. Yeah, please don't do that. <laughs> it's it's going to be a I thought about it. But I was, <laughs> yeah, I thought about it. And I was like, no, let's, let's go easy button on this. Let's go easy button, which is cool. And then on top of that, you know, you've got the different sizes and stuff. And what I do love on the website is it does show the airflows really easily. So I can take a look at it and say, okay, on the chart, okay, here's what it is. Now I can see what it is. And so that way you can bring in your HVAC person to make sure that you're not uh, causing any system problems like you would with any vent that you're out there shopping for. Yeah, absolutely. And then we also have our wall vents. So typically- Oh my gosh, these are beautiful. Yeah, so typically in Canada, we only see these uh, really in the basements or in the, in the foyers of a home and the internal walls where you have those big, ugly air returns. They always end up being in the hallway, uh, usually right. where the bedrooms are. Um, yeah, those are really big eyesores. Um, so you can use our drywall vents. We have, again, two different models. We have one that's a pro version. It has a drywall bead. So you just mud in that frame and drywall sand that all in just like you would any other drywall corner bead um, and if that is not an option for you we've actually just launched a whole suite of framed drywall products this is like our absolute easiest product to install you literally just need a drill possibly a screwdriver you can do it with that and you'll just take out that ugly grill that you had put this in four screws and then put that tray on top of it or that plate and then you're good to go and it gives you a totally elevated look see you guys up in toronto have it good because here in the states we have those ugly wall vents everywhere yeah i don't know what what, what whose good idea design wise that was yeah. but i think 70% of our houses have that. And uh, I mean, I, I, to me, it's a little better than being on the floor. I don't like the air returns on the floor because people with pets, it tends to grab even more dirt mm -hmm. and stuff. So I get that. But uh, oh, my gosh, between that and then do you have anything that addresses and I don't know this question, anything that addresses the ceiling as well, because we have plenty of those ceiling return vents as well. Yeah, so all of our wall vents can be used on the walls or ceilings. There are some wacky, wild, very large sizes that we find down in the States that we do not have sizes for. But um, I would say probably 90% of the sizes that you, you would find on the market, we have in, in our drywall product for sure. Oh, that is cool. That is cool because yeah, even my house, I've got that ugly vent. You walk right in the front door 
And if you look right up, there's that return air vet like there. And I'm like, really? Did we have to put that right in the foyer when I walk in? Yeah. I mean, this, this is like the craziest thing about the innovation is that vents are in literally every room of the home. And they're just something that we've all just kind of shrugged and been like, yeah, they need to be there. We need air in the home. It is it is what it is and just carry on. And and that's really kind of the ethos of our brand and of our products is really challenging that status quo to question like, does that actually need to be there? Does it actually need to look that way? Can we improve the design in some form? Um, and so we started with air vents uh, and and, and that's kind of the chunk of what we've been talking about today. But we've really been pivoting our company to become, you know, a building material solution company. Any mundane, unloved building products or design accessories that we've all just kind of done that same thing of like, it needs to be there. The light switch has to be there. Yep. We have to turn on the light. Uh, those are all things that we are challenging and are going to change the way that we see those things. So started with vents and now we're pivoting to a bunch of other things. And this is kind of what we call the ARIA effect is that once you start to notice these things, it's like they've been in plain sight and we've ignored them this whole, our whole lives. And now we start questioning everything. Like, you know, we will get calls from customers saying, yeah, I have this like alarm box in my foyer. Can we make something to cover that up? I'm like, yep. <laughs> this like how about that ugly doorbell right that doorbell that's in everybody's house that sorry bro newtone i love you guys but those things are hideous yeah you haven't made something cool since 1965 yeah yeah that looks good exactly we gotta hide this exactly what about like all of those like toilet cleaner accessories that we all tuck behind our toilet bowls thinking oh. that our guests are not going to notice right we came up <laughs> with a solution for that as well so we've really just developed a, a team of and, and a customer base of very, um, you know, anal customers that are now become perfectionists in every sense yeah. thinking, can you guys come up with this? Can you come up with that? And, and yeah, that we love that. That's the RE effect. Now you start to see the problem, right? Yeah. Okay. We got to talk about that for the bathroom. Cause this is one of the trickiest things. And I'm like, finally, somebody has addressed this because the, the plunger in cleaning brush has always ended up on the floor right next to the toilet. And I get it. People are like, well, I'll either put it there. I'm going to put it in the vanity. But then nobody wants their stuff jammed up against it in the vanity either because, well, it's gross, right? Yeah, exactly. Now you guys came up with a solution for that. Yeah. So that's our that's our WC niche. Um, really, my dad and the product team are very fascinated about maximizing the space and the wall cavity between joists. And we want to make it super simple. So previously, if you wanted to build out a niche, you would have to frame it out you know, cut a hole in the wall, frame it out with two by fours, all that stuff. It gets really time consuming. And it's definitely something that you need to be doing at the build stage to retrofit. It becomes very complicated. So all of our niche solutions are super easy. You literally cut a hole in the wall between the joists. Our niches fit perfectly between the joists. So you don't need to make any modifications. There's a drywall bead uh, frame that you will just mud it in just like you would any other <sighs> drywall bead. And the WC niche, the one that we're talking about right now is a little bit longer. I think it's about 30 inches and it comes with a hinge door. That hinge door opens up. It has that garbage bin inside that comes with the product. And then on the other side of it, that's where you can hide the toilet bowl cleaner, the plunger, the brush. You can even put um, extra toilet rolls in there. And the beauty of it is <sighs> you just close that hinge, you put it up against the wall and it's gone. And if you're if your guests need to find it, they know where to find it. And you look behind the toilet bowl; it's perfectly clean. Everything is tidy and tucked away. And we're using space that otherwise 
we would not have used. It was just behind the walls, just a little cavity. Um, so it's just like those little pockets of optimization of space and utility. That's what really excites us. Well, especially today, you know, I mean, 20 years ago, you had the toilet. Nobody really thought about, hey, let's make that toilet look pretty. But now you've got all these, you know, robotic toilets with, you know, that are six, seven, ten, twenty thousand dollar toilets. Yeah. Nobody wants to see when you spend that kind of money on a toilet. Nobody wants to see the ugly stuff sitting around it. I mean, you're paying for lights and everything else on this crazy thing. Yeah. Why not use that and hide that stuff away? Yeah, we've we've invented toilets that literally speak to you, but for some reason there's a plunger <laughs> behind it. Like, what? <laughs> can, can, can we just like roll it back a little bit and let's talk about what actually needs to be resolved here? I love it. And, and your other boxes too. I mean, this is great, but so many times the more automated we get with with switches and controls and things within a home, you know, the the smarter the home gets, the more junk we've got to hide places. Right. And you guys have some great covers for that as well. Yeah. So we have um, a smaller niche um, that basically you can mount your alarm keypad and then it comes with a hinge door. And inside that hinge door, we also have a little pocket in there where you can hide other things like, you know, your keys, or if you have a dog, you your pet, you want to put any accessories that are always left at the front door, you can tuck them all in there. What we discovered afterwards, we did not invent it for this reason, but in Toronto in particular, we've had an increase in car theft uh, in the past six months where basically the thieves will come to your front door, they will scan the door for the RFID and copy your um, your your car key. And then yeah. they'll copy it and then they'll just drive off your, just drive your car off your driveway with your car. Um, do you, I always ask people in the States, are you guys finding that? Does that happen? Yeah, it happens here. I mean, uh, I'm in Portland, Oregon here where we have massive car thefts here. So okay. that is, that does happen. Okay. It does happen. So, so. after we had invent, come up with this new product, we actually learned that if you put your car keys in there, it actually blocks them from being able to scan the key. And uh, once nice. we learned that, we were like, yes, that is exactly why we made it for security. <laughs> Add that to the list. <laughs> um, that, no, that was just a happy accident. But that's, I mean, that's something that people don't really think about. And um, as our users just continue to use different products, we come up with these other, you know, selling points of them. So that's one that was a very happy accident. Other than that, we just launched, I believe it was in December, a device now. So this is really cool. This is great for any smart thermostat or anything that hangs off the wall, any kind of device that so long as it's under five inches by five inches, it will fit into this. And this is just like a recessed little shelf that you can mount it on there. The other excellent use for this is also pot lights um, or flush mount oh, lights. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to buy a flush mount uh, light in Canada, we call them pot mm -hmm. lights. Is that what? Yep. Same thing. Okay. Well, we call them can lights here, but pot lights, can lights. you know, everybody's seen Mike Holmes so many times call them pot lights here. Everybody figured it <laughs> okay, out. Good. <laughs> All right. So can lights, we'll go with that. Um, yep. So if you want the flush mount version, they're very tedious to install and they're actually quite expensive. They can get as much as a hundred dollars a light. And if you just take a look up at your home now, and count how many you have, it can get very expensive very quickly. So with this device mount, you can actually recess a top mount can light inside of it. Um, the mount itself is about, uh, it's a fraction of the cost. I think it's about $12 US, something around there. And oh, wow. you just install it the same way you would the top mount can light, but you recess it with this device. 
Um, and so it gives you that same finished look at literally a fraction of the price. And that, of course, just like any of our other products, it's actually easier to install than the other competitors. So it's less expensive, it's easier to install, and it gives you the same finished look. That's usually like the three things that all of our products are trying to right? accomplish. Oh, that is great because yeah, lighting is such a big deal and and with it changing so much, you know, I mean, we've had so many changes in lights from the incandescent bulb. And then we went to those horrible compact fluorescent ones that, that were, you know, made everything look like a really bad hospital or office. Yeah. <laughs> and then now we're back into LEDs again, but, and you can spend a ton of money on good LED lights these days yeah. and just in recess can lights. Yeah, absolutely. Or pot lights as you call them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we have plenty of good Canadian followers. So yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So the other cool thing about this device now, it's, it's one skew, it's one product, it's five inches by five inches, and you can use it across all these different devices. Um, so for our retail partners who stock inventory of our product, it's one skew that they have to carry. It's not that every single device we have to keep up to date with all the development of each device. Um, it's just like a standard mount that you use with everything that you can find. Wow. That is awesome. And again, that somebody can have that in the back of their truck or their car. And it's got so many uses for that, you know, remodeler, contractor, or anything else. Yeah. And then we always keep in mind, you know, um, the couple that just bought their first home or doing kind of a, a little renovation, maybe they don't know how to drywall mud or they're not as comfortable with that. There's also a framed version of it. So we try to, again, hit the pro, hit the DIYer, make it easy to install and just like applicable and modular to everything that you can think of. So what do you see going forward? Uh, we'll talk about a few more things, but what do you see forward going with what you guys are going to be doing? I mean, any secrets and new stuff coming out that you're working on? Because I tell you what, uh, you every time you guys come out with something new, I'm like, I didn't even know we needed to address that. But of course, we needed to address that. Yeah. Because it's so obvious. You know, you see it and you're like, just like the bathroom stuff. Yeah. No one, everyone has accepted that as status quo. Exactly. But it's there. So this year, uh, every third Tuesday of the month, we have something called Innovation Week where we're launching new products. Um, some months it's just one product, some months it's a few at a time. Um, everything that we're launching this year is pretty much not air registers. They're all really leaning into that building materials and accessories. I love it. Well, here's one of the things that I love too, by the way, is I love your receptacle, like your outlet niches where you can flush mount that. Yeah. That looks so trick. Yeah. So one thing that we've learned is that between trades on a site, there's always this kind of contention of, you know, the electrician comes in, they set something up that the drywaller needs to fix, that the, you know, like the plumber is upset. <laughs> and so we're really trying to bring peace to the to the uh, job site is also one of the core values of our products. <laughs> and so yeah. with the receptacle mount, again, any other competitors on the market are really expensive and they're also very challenging mm -hmm. to install. And when I mean challenging to install, right. I mean that it usually involves uh, cooperation between two separate trades. So the drywaller and the electrician and just the nature of job sites, they're not usually on the site at the same time or one happens after the other. So with our product, it's actually less expensive. It's using the existing apparatus. You don't need to make any adjustments to the receptacle mount or anything like that. There's just a simple adjustment that it needs to be slightly recessed that can be done easily by the electrician. And then the drywaller yep. comes in and just 
puts this receptacle mount um, and then the receptacle box is attached to it from the back and you're good to go. It uses uh, existing screwless wall plates that you have to buy separately and the same apparatus of the electrical box. Um, it makes it easier to install. All of the trades are happy and don't really need to converse with each other. They can carry on. <laughs> and the final look is so beautiful. It's basically making sure that the recess, that the the, the receptacle mount um, is flat with the drywall. It doesn't protrude from the wall. And these are really small details that just elevate a space, right? Um, we're, we're so focused yeah. on curating every single detail. Why should the receptacle mount stick out from the wall? Why should there be two screws that you can always see? It just, you know, you're spending so much well, yeah. money on the renovation. Like, just go the extra mile, you know, just do it yeah. right. And what I love about this, too, is that I've tried to use some of the other products as a designer in the past because I've got 29 years of interior design. Trying to get those guys to put those, you'd almost have to put those boxes in at rough in. Exactly. And then the drywallers were trying to mess around and the drywallers had never seen them before. And you know, they'd end up getting half torn out and it was just always a nightmare trying to get those working. And you guys just went, Hey, if you just put the box back a little bit, we're good to go. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's another, <laughs> there's actually a product that I want to talk about. That's going to be launching in a couple of weeks, if that's all right. Ooh, so yeah, please. One of our best selling products is actually uh, an exhaust mount. So that ugly exhaust vent that you have in your bathroom, that's like accumulating dust and yellowing. And you just like look up once yes. in a while and you're like, Oh my God, we should clean that. And then we never Nasty. do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you're so honest. I love yeah. <laughs> it because everybody in the house is going, yeah, I meant to do that last weekend and I've been pushing off for six months. Yeah. Well, this is the thing is like, now I look at these things because this is my job and I get into people's houses and yeah. I'm like, yeah, we should probably fix something, do something for that. So we came up with this exhaust now, which basically you use this, you use a fan, the same fan that you do Panasonic, mm -hmm. whatever, Broan, whatever company Broan, you use, yeah. and you actually recess it so that nothing is sitting flush on, uh, nothing is protruding from the drywall and the ceiling. Everything is tucked behind and you actually don't see that ugly grill fan it has a mount that you just close it and you just see this like beautiful plate that you paint to match your drywall um so we've had the metal product out so the metal version of that product we've had out for a few years it's actually one of our top sellers and what we do is every time we develop product we make it in st solid steel first and if we find that there's a product market fit and it's doing well we'll replicate it in plastic and so that's what we've done yeah. we're now launching the plastic version of this model um it's going to come in two different models, like I mentioned before, a drywall bead and then an easy DIY framed version. Um, it'll have all nice. of the same functions, but it's actually going to be less than half the price of the metal counterpart. Um, and so you're, you're now going to be able to get that finished look at a more accessible price point, which is what we do with all of our other products. We have a higher end metal version and then a, and then a mid to low end plastic version that has the same function. It's paintable, the whole thing. It's compatible with the same models. Yep. It's just at a different price point. And the one thing that we're really proud of is that all of our products, regardless if they're metal or plastic, are made here in Canada. That's something that's been so nice. important to us. Besides the fact that we have innovation and you know we're very aggressive with protecting that and, and making sure that we're the only ones on the market that can sell our patented products. Yeah. Um, quality is also very important to us and our customers as well. Um, you know, our products are more expensive than, you know, the status quo, which, you know, is logical. Um, 
Yeah, but it's North American made, right? I mean, that's what's cool about that. Yeah, absolutely. And every single product is hand inspected by our team uh, on our assembly line. So yeah, quality is a really big deal to us for sure. Nice. And that's cool. Yeah, that's hiding that bathroom fan. Brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant because, man, there's not a single one out there that I go, ooh, that's sexy. No, they all just need to be hidden. I love it. Yeah. One thing I do like that you guys have is how does that shower niche work that you guys have? That's kind of trick too. Yeah. So the shower niches, all of the niches and regular niches and showers, you can still see all of the bottles and, you know, the things that accumulate on the little shelf. And so yeah. just like everything else, we wanted to add a hinge door to the niche so that you can tuck everything away and hide it. Um, it comes now in two sizes. Um, so there's a, I think it's a 12 by 12 and then a 12 by 20 size. So a little bit longer. The beauty of this niche is that it fits between the joists. So you don't need to move, reframe anything. Um, they actually nice. fit into pre-existing, um, you know, anybody who has a, a waterproof, um, mount like the schluter has one i believe it fits perfectly yep. into that so you'll just put the schluter oh, waterproof easy yeah niche in there and then you'll put ours inside of it you don't need to tile inside of the niche which is you know can take a lot of time it's very tedious so tile setters really enjoy this and then it has a tileable door um, where you just whatever tile you're putting on the rest of the wall you will tile that inside of the door and it has a hinge door you can open and close it so put all of your you know your loofah your shaver your your shampoo bottles and you just put all that all in there mm -hmm. you close the door and nobody can see it okay that's cool i love that yeah. i love that and then i guess those bottles always look horrible i mean they do in my shower they do in everybody's shower as the design wise i always try to hide them you know as a designer because i've designed thousands of bathrooms out there as in my career of doing it i'm always like well they're like why did you put the niche way down over there because i don't want to look at yeah. it right i just you know, so many people make that the centerpiece. And I'm like, why should somebody's Costco bottles be my centerpiece yeah. in this beautiful $20,000 shower? I'm, I'm glad you brought up the Costco bottle because I just want to get ahead of the game. It does not fit a Costco size bottle. There's just not, yes. a, there's not enough depth in the wall cavity to make up for that. No, there's. So, so that there's not a niche that's made to fit that, yeah. you know, and trust me, I built my own custom one and where's the Costco bottle at my house. It's on the floor next to the bench because yeah, okay. that's the wall's not thick enough to put a Costco bottle yeah, is, you know, absolutely. so let's, let's get ahead of that right there. Yeah. yeah those are always meant to fit on the floor. Cause if you try to fit them on, even in a normal wall, it's going to try to fall off. Yeah, so exactly. It won't fit in anything. Exactly. So and then the one other piece of feedback that we have gotten or, or question that we get about is, um, inside the, inside the niche, um, can water accumulate in the back and start creating mold. So the base of the niche is actually slanted down. So the water should drain out, yes. but you know, of course, just like anything else, the niche does not absolve anyone from cleaning their shower. You absolutely need to do that. <laughs> right. And so you will clean our niche just like you would any other niche. It's actually stainless steel. So in terms of molding, it's actually better than a tiled, uh, niche that actually can, especially if it's natural stone, it could sort of start absorbing that water. You don't have that issue with ours because it's stainless steel. So yeah, definitely nice. still clean your shower. Don't, don't stop doing that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, trust me. And a funny story on that, just a little side note. I had a, uh, when we started using some of the new high performance grouts a few years ago in projects 
it was this easy, clean grout, everything else. And a customer had us come back, me and the contractor come back, look at a project we had designed like and built like three years ago. And he's like, yeah, the, t- the tile looks horrible in there. What happened? So we're over there kind of horrified. What's going on? What happened? We have to redo a shower. Oh, no. This dude hadn't cleaned a shower in three years and <laughs> thought because we said it was an easy clean that it was self-cleaning. And I'm like, dude, clean your shower. Yeah, This isn't you can't get away from that. I mean, there's things you can do, but that's you still got to clean it. Yeah, yeah. That's we're, we're not there yet. The technology is not there. I'm sure the toilet bowl, uh, the you know the the smart toilet people will probably come up with like a smart self cleaning shower or something. The closest my shower is the closest out there that I have now. It's uh, it's a uh, drying shower system. So there's air vents in there that blow my shower. Yes. And so at my, my, my steam shower has 13 air vents that blow on the glass, the doors and across the floor to dry it. So in 20 minutes, my shower is dry. So it's makes it much easier to stay clean. Do you live in like a bionic home? Like what? You have yeah. such tough, <laughs> wow. I didn't even know that was a thing. That's insane. Yeah. So that's actually, it's really cool for self drying. You don't have to get the squeegee out. It's the squeegee. Yeah. It's the squeegee list shower. So I'll show you pictures of that off air. It's cool. Yeah. It's, it, it makes it so it, when you're doing a shower, that's no other way to do it. Literally you just hit the timer and walk away. And I just make sure my bath fans runs faster, you know, longer than the, than the drying system. But yeah. Hey, in theory, if you stayed in there while the vents were on, could that also just dry you? So you don't need a towel. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It feels like it literally feels like you can feel the air in there. It's it's like a, a cold hair dryer moving around in there. That's insane. I love it. Arma- Armada is the brand of that. And they do a great job with that. But you guys also make a, a shower bench system, right? Yeah. If I remember right. Yeah. So this is called our BRAC 14. Um, basically it's just an easier way to make any floating bench. So shower bench is probably the best use case, but you can use it for any floating furniture. Um, and the beauty of the BRAC 14 is that it's easier to install uh, a floating shower bench. The BRACs actually, um, are modular so they can attach to each other. So depending on how wide the span is, you can just keep attaching them and going as wide as you need. They're also pretty solid. I think they each bracket alone can hold uh, upwards of 150 pounds. So of course you need two brackets. That's 300 pounds right there. Um, same thing though, like you definitely need to put a, a waterproofing substrate around it. It's not not like sure. waterproof before that. Um, yeah, that's been that that product actually been a slow burn. That was our first accessory that we ever launched, uh, primarily because my dad found a need for it in his own personal use, and he was like, oh, "Maybe we could sell these." <laughs> um, and so, yeah. yeah, and now they've really kind of they've really taken off. So again, that's that the, the goal mission for that product was just to make the install easier and to have something that's already um, pre made, so you can just use that in any application. One, not a great deal for a tile installer just to have that sitting around and just to be able to go, okay, I got it. I don't have to go sit there and try to fabricate something. Yeah. And it gives you a place where you can hide your Costco bottles underneath it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> hey, and, and every time you make something easier, you also make it more cost effective because the tile setter's time is valuable. So, you know, the faster that they can actually focus on the craftsmanship of doing their job instead of building all these substrates and, you know, putting all these things together. We just want to make it super easy for them. And then of course the homeowner will see the upside of that as well, because they're going to be able to get the job done faster and um, with more precision. 
Yeah, that is great. You know, I love on the on the wall vents. I love how you make them with the drywall where you can drywall them in because to me, that is that just very fine detail of making those look absolutely perfect. When you have to put the frame in, there's nothing wrong with that. But to me, if you really are trying to get that ultra finished fine detail look, the hard corners of that, how sleek that is, it's it's trick. Yeah, for sure. If you're like me, though, we gotta do more. drywalling is not in my uh, my arsenal of skills, so <laughs> I go with the frame. Yeah, you know, I, I just had this conversation because I had to do uh, for the TV show a few weeks ago, I had to do a drywall patch segment. And I'm like, next to doing insulation, there is nothing that I hate more than doing drywall. But when it's done right, it looks so good. Yeah, we we had to make a sample for a trade show a few years ago. And I told him, I'm pretty artistic myself. I told my dad, like, I can probably yeah. do it. Like, how hard could it be? You know, I did it. <laughs> I did it. He looked at it. And he's like, we need to throw that out. We're, we're going to a show. We're drywallers. <laughs> we're going to embarrass us. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, that, that is the worst part with me out there. Cause I'm not an electrician. I'm not a drywaller. I'm not a plumber. So I was doing a segment last week and I'm sweating pipe with the torch. And I'm like, I can hear every plumber. <laughs> making fun of me in the background. I know what I'm doing, but it's not beautiful like it is for them. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, I can hear every plumber on, on social media going, really? And I'm like, it looked good, yeah. but still know your strength. You're going to get beat up. Know your strengths. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Roberta, how do people track you down out there? How do people find these? How do people buy them? How do they put them in their home? Yeah. So our event is actually one of the first, um, companies in our industry that started as a direct-to-consumer brand. So we actually started with selling on reevent.com. And slowly, slowly, we've actually started reselling to other retailers. So there's a whole list of retailers that you can buy from. In Canada, we sell some of our products through Home Depot. If you're in Quebec, BMR, uh, those are like the biggest names. Other than that, any really flooring store um, you can find our products in. The best place to find all that information is ariavent.com. Um, if you want to buy from a local retailer and see the product before you buy it, you can go look at our store locator and that'll give you the list of all of the stores that carry our products. Um, and if there's none close to you, then you can just buy at ariavent.com. Cool, cool. So what else have we missed today, Roberta? This is great. Um, I think the biggest thing that I really want to make sure people understand is that all of our products are our own innovations. The majority of them have been protected by patents. Um, as a brand, we're really trying to, you know, change, uh, the industry and provide people products that are modular, functional, they look beautiful. Um, and yeah, just kind of get people to love things that have just been mundane and you know status quo for the longest time that's really our mission so if it doesn't say aria vent on it it's not the real thing yes (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah yeah for sure Uh, there's always you know that's like they always say oh it's when people copy you it's flattering no you're ripping me off don't copy me yeah that's just how i look at it i'm sorry yeah and i mean i don't like the i don't like the knockoff stuff it's something i attack all the time the knockoff people in the world out there because it's everywhere in every industry and I can't stand it. Yeah. I mean, and it's kind of the name of the game. When you have innovation, you'll always have copycatters coming to the market with different products. Um, and so as a, as an innovation company, really one of our mandates is to protect our patents and make sure that 
um, we're honoring uh, our inventions and our innovation. Um, you know, it's yeah. really the only way that you can do it. If you're not going to do that, you're the the ripple effects that that will have in the industry is that people are not going to be as motivated to innovate if they know that every but people are going to start ripping them off as soon as you do. Um, and so, Absolutely. yeah, that's that's really one of our strategies is to make sure that we're protecting our patents. And of course, we protect our partners as well. All of those retailers that yeah. you find on the store locator, they're invested in uh, the success of Aria. They're carrying inventory with us. You know, we need to honor those relationships and make sure that, you know, we're protecting our brand and our product because they have a, they have a vested interest in that as well. Yeah. So if you're tackling that project this weekend, head down to your local retailer, might be able to grab it off the shelf today. And then if you're getting it off that list, you know, it's the real thing as well. Yeah, absolutely. Roberta, thanks for coming on today. I really appreciate it. I even learned some more about what stuff you've got coming out. And uh, there's some exciting stuff for you guys in 2023. Yes, I appreciate you having me so much. It, this was just so much fun. And uh, yeah, we're on a mission to get people excited about air registers and other unloved building products. So I think we did that here today, <laughs> at least between you and I. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Roberta, making those ugly things in our home sexy again. Aria event. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much. I'm Eric G and you've been listening to Around the House. Somewhere unseen and undiscovered is a love song let's be lovers we're all over the radio take my hand i know where to go all over the radio with you we have some exciting news about the around the house podcast do you want to be an around the house insider our premium membership gives you early access to the weekend podcast, exclusive access to our back catalog of shows, special email access to me, Eric G, with your own home improvement questions with a priority email address, plus exclusive new shows and extended content. Click down into the podcast show notes for the link to the Around the House Insider membership for less than the price of a beer at happy hour. Join me for this limited amount of exclusive members. And thanks for listening to Around the House.